Oh, sweet Jesus, it's another edition of the Two Drink Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim Kesselman, and let's get right into it. That's the most ghetto intro I think I've ever recorded in my life. I actually want to stop the recording and redo it, but screw it, not going to do that. All right, so let's just, let's just get into it. Uh, I woke up today, fair warning, by the way, on this podcast, uh, Uncle Tim's in a cunty mood today, okay? I woke up this morning, and I, I, I always mindfuck myself doing this. I don't know why I do it. It's like a torture. It's like, hey, every time you do this, it hurts, but keep doing it. And I immediately log into Gmail, and I see cancellation notices for one of our memberships. Now, I've got several recurring memberships. You know, I've done up to $500 per month. Hell, I had one that was $1,000 per month. And, you know, when people cancel those, I get it. I understand because it's a lot of money, you know, it's a car payment, maybe half a mortgage payment, whatever. The ones that just chat my ass and fire me up are like the $5 a month people. They're like, hi, yes, I'd like to cancel this membership because I don't have money to pay for it or whatever excuse they give it. And I'm like, really? It's $5 a month. Like it's five bucks, right? Like it's less than a cup of a cough uh, of shitty coffee. Yet you are like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I've evaluated my business and unfortunately this thing that really helps me out for less than five dollars must go nothing else i'm still gonna have my four starbucks a day i'm still gonna you know live off credit cards i'm still gonna be horrible with my financial manager i'm still gonna buy every wso and business opportunity thing that comes out but you know what this five dollar thing right here it's too fucking excessive i'm gonna have to let it go tough times tough measures i gotta do it right and people wonder why they don't fucking succeed in this business. Oh, I'm just going to rant today. Today's just going to be a rant, right? Like, people wonder why they don't succeed in business and life. And they're like, well, I don't get it. I never stick with anything. I, anytime I get any type of adversity, I run away. Uh, I change my mind more often than I change my underwear. I actually have no money to build, establish, or start a real business. Nor do I have any real desire to actually have a business. See, so many people get into this and they think, oh, you know what? What? Like right now, Teespring is a big thing. I'm going to sell some t-shirts. I'm going to sell some t-shirts, make me some money, be the t-shirt king of the world. Now, I must have missed the aptitude day where the test came back that said, you know what, uh, Tim, we've reviewed it. You could be a doctor. You could be a lawyer. You could be a physician. Fuck that. What we want you to do, we want you to sell t-shirts on Facebook to dog lovers. That's what this aptitude test said. Come back. Congratulations. You are qualified to be a t-shirt seller. And there's no, listen, I'm not hating on the people that do it, okay? My assistant does it. She fucking crushes it. Some weeks, she makes more money than I do selling fucking t-shirts. That's fantastic, okay? But unfortunately, for all the people that just do that, they got to understand that's not a business, right? It's not a business, it's not a real business. You don't have a customer base. You're at the whim. You're building your house on Facebook. Facebook changes all the time. What happens when they get tired of your shit and they say, get the fuck out? Your business is gone. But so many people aren't even going to be a part of that because they're going to be on to the next thing. Right, So today, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about people being fucking lazy, why they don't succeed, and why they fail in this business. And we're going to do that right as soon as I refill my glass with this new rum that I absolutely got to tell you about. Holy shit, son. Don't get a fat boy excited like that. I think I just fucking almost had a heart attack right there. All right, so I got a new rum, right? Um, and apparently I like it because I poured half a glass of it. Uh, it's called Dos Madres. Uh, it's a five and five rum. So they age it for five years, and then they put it in another cask for five years. So I got a bottle of that and a bottle of the Zaya rum. 
Uh, Zai rum is delicious. That's my probably my favorite rum of all times. I like my rum like I like my women, 12 years or older. Kidding, kidding, dyslexic, 21 years or older. Okay, calm down. Don't write the hate mail. Anyway, it's fantastic. This uh, uh, Dos Madres, I think it was like 30 bucks. Um, it's delicious. It's uh, it's good. It's, it's nice. It's good sipping uh, rum, which I have with a shitload of ice because I like my drinks. Uh, like I like my vagina is ice cold. Okay. So, all right. So we're getting back to we're getting back into rant mode, right? Like, why do people fail in this business? Okay. Now, listen, I want to just dispel something right off the mat. I know a lot of people listen to this podcast. They go, oh, Tim is special. He has special abilities. I don't. You know what I have? I have stupidity. Okay? That's what I have working in my favor. I have stupidity working in my favor. Here's what I'm saying, and here's what I mean by that. If someone sat me down today and said, Tim, listen, I want you to do this new business opportunity. You're going to quit your stable yet shitty job of making $40,000 a year. You're going to go work for yourself. It's going to take you probably a year to get up to the point where you were making the money you were making before. Okay? Then you're going to have to slowly build your business over time. You're going to go into a partnership that's going to ultimately fail and cost you $100,000. You're going to burn through assistants, copywriters, graphics people, tech folks, customers at a rate that would freak you out and surprise you in any other industry. You're going to have your highest highs and your lowest lows. You're going to make a video where you have $100,000 in cash in front of you, and then some nights you're going to wish that you were back doing your old job. You will have the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows, and just when you think you've got it figured out, something happens like your copywriter quits, your assistant walks away, or you've got to fire somebody. If someone were to sit me down and say, Listen, man, we got this great opportunity and then spell that all out for me. I don't know if I would be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, sign me up for that. The only reason I was able to go through all of that, by the way, all of that was a true story. And this happened to yours truly. Right. The only reason is because I was stupid and I just kept plugging ahead and I didn't know that I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know. Right? I didn't know I was not supposed to ask to speak on stage after being in internet marketing for three months. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to go on stage, drink, be hilarious, make the crowd roar with laughter, yet impart wisdom on them. Right? I didn't know that you weren't supposed to approach the big guys and go, hey, promote me, promote me, promote me. And because I didn't know, I did the activity and I got the desired results. Sure, I got some lumps. Sure, I got some scars. That Those things happen, right? But I didn't know. So what kills me is all these people out there that go, I don't know why I can't succeed. It's not because I had any special abilities. It's just because I put my head down and I got to freaking work. Okay, one of the things that pisses me off, people go, I don't, you know, I don't want a job. This is a business, okay? If you don't have, at an absolute minimum, I'm talking like bare butt minimum, $100 in a minimum of like three to four hours, probably per week. I'm going to say 10 hours a month. You don't have a business. You have a hope and a prayer. And listen, let's take a little side jaunt here, right, while the rum's working, okay? I understand that a majority of the people that buy the shit that I sell and a lot of my friends sell never actually want to have a business and never actually do shit with it. And that's the saddest and most depressing thing. So sad, in fact, it's causing me to take this drink. 
Right? Do you realize 80% of the people never ever fucking unwrap the digital shrink wrap and look at that shit that we have poured our heart and soul into? That's fucking depressing if you really think about it. 8 out of 10 people are like, hey, I bought that crack hit, right? But I'm not actually going to take it. So why do people buy? Well, a lot of people buy for entertainment, right? That's one reason. Another reason people buy is a, oh shit, or it's just in case, right? Like, look, I got a good job or I have a shitty job, but you know what? I want to be educated. I want to know my options and maybe I want to go do this, right? And then some people do buy to actually give it a shot, but anytime they have anything pop up, any, like a, like a, a roadblock, right? And I'm not even talking like a massive fucking oak tree falling in the bridge. I'm talking about like a leaf from a branch hanging down, falls in the road. They're like, oh, I got to stop. I got to stop. Then you got people that go, ah, oh, fuck that leaf. I'm stepping over that leaf. I'm going to go. Then they find the tree limb down a couple months. They go, ah, oh, fuck that tree limb. I'm going to step over that. I'm going to keep going. As long as you keep going, you're almost guaranteed to succeed for no other reason than you outlast everybody else. So people buy for entertainment. They buy for enjoyment. They buy for oh shit. I used to think that people didn't buy shit or, or refund it, were lazy or trying to steal from me or, or you know anything like that. I came to find out this, right? The reason why I ultimately believe people don't do anything with the, the stuff that they buy is they're afraid. And believe it or not, it's not that they're afraid of their success. Or excuse me. It's not that they're afraid of their failure. They're afraid of their success, Right? Because what happens if they fail? Then that dream is dead, right? You know that girl you knew back in college that always loved you and you guys had wild, passionate sex and it was amazing, right? And you know she'd take you back in a heartbeat any time, right? Like you could just leave your family right now and go back to there, right? That's a dream. That's not a reality. That's something you got in your fucking head. The reason why you don't go talk to that girl and go, hey, listen, I'll leave right? I'll leave it all behind for you is because what if she says no? Well, then that dream, that escape, that portal, right? That mind numbing substance, that's gone. So a lot of people don't do it because they don't want to ruin the dream. Because what happens if that dream fails? They got to get a new dream. They got to start over from scratch. But what do they really have to do? Admit to themselves that they can't do it. They couldn't do it. And their dream was not a dream. Now look, I'm not here to. I'm not one of these guys that says, "Oh, everyone can do this job." You got to have money. You got to have a minimum of a hundred dollars. Got to have a minimum of five to ten hours per month. I really would like to see you put in twenty, thirty minutes per day at a bare minimum. Okay, you got to have a plan, right? How did I get success? I got success because I stopped fucking around with 1,500 programs. I just took one and I said, this is my bitch. I'm going to ride this thing for 90 days. I'm going to do everything this thing says for 90 days. And if it works, amazing. If it doesn't, it doesn't. See, that's the problem. We're afraid to fail anymore. What happened to us? When did that happen? As a kid, we failed all the time. Right? We failed all the time. Trying to tie your shoes, trying to walk, trying to ride a bike, trying to talk to a girl, right? Fuck, I fail on that all the time. I still fail on a regular basis. But what happened to, ah, man, fuck, that sucks. We failed to like, no, man, I can't fail. Oh, I can't fail. Everything's got to be a home run. We want to win at the beginning, right? I mean, really, think about that. We want to win right at the beginning. But the sad fact is we are going to suck at everything. At the beginning. Don't believe me? I got a story for you. Actually, it's a story that involves you. That's right. I want you to think back to that first time. 
I want you to think back to the first time that you were with somebody of the opposite or same sex, right? I don't want to discriminate on this podcast. I don't think about the first time you made love. And I want you to think about how clumsy and awkward and for a lot of people horrible that experience was. Now, how many of you out there in podcast land, right, after your first time you got done humping, got up, clapped your hands like that and said, I'm done. That's my greatest work ever right there. That's the GOAT, greatest of all time. Take a photo, capture your tears, right? Of course not. You got better. You improved. Hopefully, if you didn't, for the love of God, read a book or watch some porn, right? You got better. You got better. You got better. And eventually, right, maybe you even did it so good, you got rewarded with what I like to call a fuck trophy, which are just kids. It's like, ah, I got sex so good, I got this trophy, right? Don't hate. I got a friend. He's got five of them, Okay. But that's because people don't want to fail anymore. They don't want to improve. Nobody wants to start at the bottom. They don't want to put in the work. Right? Oh, they just have this thing where I want to make $10,000 a month. Well, great. To make $10,000 a month, you probably can do that on your own. That's good news. But if you want to scale up to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 and beyond, a lot of times you got to become a big boy and get staff. I never wanted to do that. I have a full-time assistant and a part-time assistant. I never wanted either of them. They were business necessities. Now my business could not function without my assistants. Right? Copywriter. I had a copywriter this weekend. Quit on me. I got to start at ground zero. Five years in, I got to start at ground zero and find me another copywriter. Now the kick in the balls, get up, dust them off, go, it's okay, little twig and berries, we're going to keep rocking. We're going to keep moving forward. People don't want to put in the work. Let me give you an example, okay? I'm five years in. I've sold over a million dollars of shit online. Woo me. This weekend, you know what I did? I started all over. I want to write a nonfiction book. So I went out and I found a guy who's crushing it in the nonfiction market. He's doing something very similar to what I want to do. What did I do? Put his name into Google. I found him on four or five different podcasts. I listened to them all. Then I listened to them again. I took notes. Found the best one, gave it to my team, said, dissect this, figure it out. We got to make this process that he talks about happen. Then what did I go do? This guy has a shitload of books. I bought five, six of them. I read them all. I took notes on all of those books. I became a serious student of success and what works. Why reinvent the wheel? Why start from scratch? This guy has given me everything I need. Over the course of a weekend, with about $7 invested, by the way, I was able to get what I believe is enough to get started. See, that's the problem. We stay in the student mode the whole damn time. It's like, well, if I just get one more course, well, if I just get one more this or that, go out there, put that shit to work. You make zero money produce, excuse me, you make zero money consuming, you make all your money producing. Who do you think makes more money? The guy doing a Kindle book or the guy teaching you how to do a Kindle book, right? That Kindle book may bring in a few hundred to a few thousand dollars. The teaching of that method may bring in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars over the course. By learning a new skill, I learned it through listening to podcasts, reading books. I even have reached out to this author and have offered to pay him for his time so that I can learn more about specific questions I have because it will make me more efficient. But I'm not going, not only a, a serious student at work, I'm going to stop being a student and I'm going to start doing the easy part, which is putting the stuff into action. That's where most of you guys, your buttholes pucker. 
By the way, I want to stop randomness. I, I got to thank Colin Therio. He listens to my podcast. He's like, dude, you know what I really like is when you just go on a rant for your podcast. So this podcast is a result of Colin. I guess I should dedicate it to him. You guys let me know. Do you like this style of podcast where I'm just off the cuff and on fire? Or do you like the more uh, thought out stuff like the business journaling ones? Let me know. I'm still trying to find my way, right? But here's the thing. Now I've learned, now I'm going to take that shot. Now I guarantee you in five years, I'm going to laugh at the shot that I'm going to take today. But you know what? I'm still going to take it. Because it does no good to learn something without doing it. And don't you think that I could learn just as much by doing it as I could reading it. See, I got the foundation, I got the background, I got the basics, I got the framework. Now I got to adapt that framework to my own self and what works best for me. And I've already got it, uh, um, I've already got it worked out how exactly I'm going to do that. I'm not going to share with you the name. I almost spilt it there because we've got to get some domains and some stuff worked out. Why do I have to get domains and stuff worked out? Because at the end, when I get the desired result, guess what I get to do? I get to go out and go, hey, check out this result I got. Would you like the same result? Put your money right here. I'll teach you exactly how I did it. Think about that. The idea was not my own. It is not original. I am getting the information from somebody else. I'm tweaking it. I'm getting results, and then I'm selling it to other people. The learning of this skill has taken me probably 10 hours. The perfection of it's probably going to take me 100 or, or the completion of the first task, right? It may fail horribly. It may do tremendously well. It does not matter because I will find a way to make it profitable, whether it's through the creation of books or the creation of teaching books, okay? And guess what? Let's say it's all a bomb. I don't care. Right? This podcast is another example. I would love for one day this podcast to be freaking huge. Right? I would love to have 10,000, a million, 5 trillion, 1,700 billion subscribers. Right? I mean, right now I have six reviews on iTunes. So, you know, if I get to 10, who knows? I may just, you know, end it all over excitement. Right? But guess what? I learned a whole new skill set when I tried to do this podcast. I had to learn how to record it. I learned how to get it up on iTunes. I had to learn how to write my descriptions. I had to learn all this. So I have this skill now that can't be taken away that I can do for myself or if I ever wanted to, which I don't, right? Do it for other people. So the benefit of learning the podcast is learning a new skill, okay? Here's the other thing. Let's just say this podcast crashes and burns one day and I say, fuck it, I'm walking away from the imaginary podcast world as the greatest of all time because who's going to doubt me if no one's listening, right? I still learned a cool skill. What's that skill, Tim? Well, how about sitting up on a Sunday and going, hey, you got 30 minutes of content you need to record. What should we talk about? Hey, we just got an email from someone that really pissed us off. You know what? Fuck it. I want to hit record and just spew on what comes out of my mouth. I'm learning rapid product creation, rapid content creation, right? We've got 19 minutes. I've looked at my notes twice. I don't even have that many notes this week because we're going off the cuff. But yet still, I'm able to flow, I'm able to articulate, I'm able to make points, I'm able to put uh, personalized stories in there. This is a skill that I'm learning. And above all, guess what? I'm enjoying it. The book, the nonfiction book that I'm going to write, I'm going to enjoy to write it. Now, of course, we need to follow the money and be smart and judicious and all that good stuff. And there is a point for that. But what I tell people to do first is enjoy it first, make money from it second. And you got to understand, my filter, my primary filter is not money. So if you're looking for, you know, money hungry, you know, people like that, that's just not me. Don't get me wrong, okay? 
Don't get me wrong. I like my I like me some money too. My thing is this: I got friends that make millions of dollars, and then I make tens uh, of hundreds of. I make a, I make you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I wouldn't trade my life for their income. I got some friends doing millions, millions a year, but they're working all the time, right? They're when they're supposed to be out with family, they're posting Facebook updates, right? I got I got a good buddy. I'm not going to bash him, right, uh, by name, but it's funny because he's like he's gone all week, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with the family, and then five minutes later, it's like he's on Facebook posting business updates. It's like. Come on, man. Like, what's your family going to think of that? Like, spend some time with the kids, right? Business is important. Family is more important. I'm not going to put you in the ground. Your family is, right? So getting back on, on topic, okay? This is a business. See, I got tired. The reason I got burnt out, I think, the first time in, in internet marketing is I got tired trying to appeal to the beginner. Because you're trying to take someone from a zero to a 50. What I'm doing now is I'm appealing to people that already have established businesses. Like, let's just go back, right? If I say, hey, listen, you got to have a minimum of $100 per month and five hours a week to make this a reality, that immediately eliminates a bunch of people. But here's why that's a good thing. Who am I eliminating? People that don't have at least 100 bucks an hour or 100 bucks and five hours to work on it. So I'm getting rid of the people that wouldn't have any success would probably be my greatest source of frustration and discouragement. See, I used to have a coaching program. I don't coach uh, this year, right, unless someone pries me uh, with a lot of money out of my, uh, my slumber because what happened was I was taking the wrong people coaching. I loved all my coaching clients, and I was blown away by what they achieved during our time together, but I was taking people that were just getting started. What I should have done and what I will forever do uh, in the future is aim for the middle. I want the middle of the road people. See, on Amazon, like it's great to teach you how to write a book, okay? Hey, here's how to write a nonfiction, a children's book, an erotica book, or whatever. What I really need to start doing and what you should do for maximum success is go, okay, what do they do after that first book's done? That, that's the area I need to focus on, okay? So instead of teaching like product creation, I need to go to people that are already product creators because they already know and understand the importance and the value of it, and they've already done it one time. You know, Frank Kern was to personally mentor me. He would be able to use me as a testimonial a lot better than somebody who just came off the boat when it comes to internet marketing because I have a list, I have a following, I have a lot of tools, I got a lot of products. He can make me a bigger success because I have more to work with than the guy that goes, I have an American Express card, um, can, can we work together, right? But it took a while to get there. Okay, it didn't just happen overnight. It took me years. Now, of course, you hear, well, you know, two months ago, I was pumping gas, and now I'm making millions of dollars with T-shirts. Thanks, Facebook, right? We all hear of those people, and those people are anomalies. And, it, you know, it's just like my, my dad, right? I love my dad, but he cracks me up because he, he still, to this day, plays a lotto every week. When it gets above, like, $150 million, he's like, hey, boy, I got my numbers for the lotto. It's like, Dad, the lotto's never going to hit. But his thing is you never know if you don't play. Well, this is the same thing. Right? You've got to get out there. You've got to play. But you've got to stick with it. You can't be like, well, Tim, you know, I'm going to sign up for this $4 membership, but then I'm going to immediately cancel. Or, well, you know, I'm going to sign up for this coaching program, and then I'm not going to do anything they say. 
And I'm just guilty, okay? I'm not, I'm not preaching from some ivory tower here. I had a lady at the beginning of the year coming. This is, this is the ultimate first world problem, okay? This lady was coming to my house. She was cooking me food, putting it in containers, and then all I had to do, ladies and gentlemen, was eat it. That's all I had to do. Just num, 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 num. Couldn't do it. Had to let her go because I was wasting too much of the food because a buddy would call me to go out to eat. Or I'd be like, ah, you know what? I don't want tuna spinach casserole. I want, you know, fried cookies or whatever the hell it is, right? So I'm not speaking from this ivory tower. I bought a program one time, $1,500. I let it sit on my shelf for a freaking year. But eventually I got serious and I understood that I needed to get going, okay? And as soon as I got to the income point where I was making five figures consistently per month, I realized I wanted to grow up and scale. And to do that, I needed to bring in people and infrastructure. And to do that, I needed to save and be judicious with my money, okay? The stress level is higher for me owning my own business than it is working for someone else. But I have the ultimate freedom to do what I want, when I want, how I want. I got up at 11 a.m., okay? This past weekend, I was a total bum, okay? And as a result of that, I mean, I was sleeping until 1 or 2 in the afternoon. No one's fucking that up. I don't know the last time I set an alarm clock. What I'm trying to tell you is the trade-offs are worth it. But the sooner that you realize, hey, maybe I shouldn't fuck around and maybe I should treat this like it is, is a business and make it a priority, the better your chances of success. But ultimately, in addition to understanding it's a business, you want to set it up as a business that you enjoy. Now, I may talk shit about the t-shirt people, but I know there's people making, you know, 10, uh, you know, I know guys make 100,000 plus a month on that. That's an amazing business. And as long as they're enjoying it, that's fantastic. But the bottom line is they didn't get that result without starting, sucking, getting back up on their feet, applying, adapting, and then eventually scaling their business. You can join at any point. The problem I have is so many people refuse to get off the sidelines and so many people cancel when they get just a little bit of adversity and so many people stumble where others succeed for one reason or another and you should not have to be like that so if you're going to do something if you're going to sign up for a membership or you're going to sign up for coaching or you're going to buy the next great program commit to that show a commitment and a consistency to that go out there find the people that need help you know why because the people that that come out and say hey tim listen i need some guidance i need some help they tell me they're interested they've done the work and they've got the result the author I told you that I'm going to hire for some consulting, right? I've read his books. I guarantee you he'll know within five minutes of us talking that I know what the hell I'm talking about based upon his books. That's ultimate respect to him, right? It's like, hey, man, I bought your book. Oh, thanks. Hey, I actually bought and read your book. I remember one time I was having um, I was having dinner with uh, Noah Kagan and Nev from uh, AppSumo, and they had Michael Ellisberg. I hope I pronounced that name right, Michael. Apologize if I didn't. And he had just had a book come out like The Education of Self-Made Millionaire or something like that, basically talking about do your own thing, fuck education. And I told him, I said, hey, I read your book. And he kind of, oh, yeah. yeah. And, I said, and he was like, you know, I was talking about this in my book about uh, effective networking. And I was like, yeah, that was chapter four. And he stops and he thinks for a second. He goes, it was chapter four. You're right. And I told him, I said, Michael, I said, I read your book. I really meant I read your book. And the whole night I got to bend his ear and talk shop and do all that stuff. How did I get to do that? Because I showed an interest in what he was doing. And I was generally concerned with his outcome as well as mine. 
So look, I know this podcast has been all over the place. You can thank uh, the rum for that and the rant uh, for that. But here's my bottom line, okay? People don't succeed because either they don't put themselves in a position of winning where they don't have enough money, they don't have enough time, they don't have enough knowledge, whatever it is. And then when they get started, they quit so quickly. The important thing is to get back up and keep moving forward because the longer you do that, the better your chances of success. And ultimately, you got to take your shot. You may fail. There is no guarantee that you're going to succeed. My biological father got laid off from his job with a severance package. He, he sunk that severance package into a personalized submarine. I shit you not. Okay, we went to a trade show. This personalized submarine, I want you to imagine a white PVC pipe with like an orange cone. It looked horrible. Like, I would not let that go to market the way it looks now for all the money in the world. But I had no idea. I was like six at the time, seven, whatever. Okay, he sunk all his money into this dream. As a result of that failed dream, he became homeless to the, to the point where he shipped me off to live with my mom, right? And he went back and lived with his parents in his 50s. Now, I'm not upset with him about that, believe it or not, because you know why? He took his shot. Now, I think it's irresponsible to go to that level. I would never put my family in that position, but at least he took his shot so that on his deathbed, he doesn't have to sit there and wonder and think, man, what if, how my life could have been different, how my entire life could have changed drastically by taking that single shot. So I urge you, Put in the work, study, set a limit on your studying, then get out, try it, fall on your face, go back to the author and go, hey, I fell on my face with this, help me fix it, help me correct it, help me get better at it. They will step out of the way. If they offer ways for you to pay them for that, fantastic, do it. Commit to yourself, make the business a reality, fail get back up, fail again, and do that for the rest of your life, and you'll be more successful than you ever thought possible. Building a business that you want, a business that you love, and more importantly, a business that you enjoy and pays you very well financially. And you get that all by not quitting. So don't quit. There's my motivational message for the day. Listen, guys, you've been awesome. Again, I really want your feedback. This is just, I know it's a different episode. Let me know if you like it, if you prefer the old way. Uh, Hopefully you guys got some information out of it. I'm sure you did. Hell, I always get some information uh, when I record one of these. If you'd be so inclined, if you'd go to iTunes and leave me a review, that would be freaking awesome. And I look forward to seeing you on the very next edition of the Two Drink Tim podcast.